What's going on, everybody? Nathan King here from the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Wanted to just remind everybody about one of our great sponsors here on the 24-7 Sports Network, and that is Home Field Apparel. What is Home Field Apparel? You guys, the premium collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis that produces incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs like Auburn and all of their great logos and designs um, that they've had throughout their history. Homefield digs through the archives and history of your school to find unique logos, mascots, and moments to make thoughtful designs for your school. Obviously, one of their most popular collections is the Auburn collection now. Now over 20 pieces in total on their site, homefieldapparel.com. If you guys were anywhere on social media, you, you were part of the Peacock movement. Um, if you're an Auburn fan of the Auburn basketball season, they've got a great Peacock shirt and Peacock hoodie that says Auburn Hoops. Easily my favorite design of theirs. Um, it's a great, great piece of uh, piece of work for an Auburn fan to pick up to commemorate this basketball season. You guys can still get 15% off your first purchase at homefieldapparel.com with the code Auburn Undercover. That's all caps, all one word, Auburn Undercover. Please go check it out. You guys love their product, have loved it for a really long time. If you guys have been anywhere in the world of college athletics in the past couple of years in terms of social media, like I talked about, they have been phenomenal. They've done a really good job of branding themselves and they back it up with a great product and Auburn is one of their biggest sellers like that new Peacock uh, jacket I was just telling you guys about. So be sure to go pick that up. Get 15% off your first purchase. Again, promo code, all caps, Auburn Undercover at checkout at homefieldapparel.com. Here on the Auburn Undercover podcast, we are proud to be partnered with Prime Shrimp, a New Orleans-based shrimp company, to offer our listeners some delicious, easy-to-cook shrimp in just minutes. These guys have been peeling shrimp since the 40s, and they are excited to offer you guys restaurant-quality shrimp straight to your door in under 10 minutes without the usual mess and fuss. Take the frozen pouch out of your freezer, drop it in a pot of boiling water, and again, it's ready to serve however you want it in 10 minutes. You guys can head over to primeshrimp.com and with promo code Auburn247, all caps, all one word, you can get $20 off your first order. Again, that's code Auburn247, all caps, all one word for $20 off your first order. If you don't love it, get your money back. Their flavors include signature season, French quarter Alfredo, garlic herb butter, and the Louisiana shrimp boil, which is personally my favorite. I'll tell you guys what I've done three or four times. Grab a loaf of French bread, Bake it until it's crispy. Get some lettuce, whatever other toppings you want. Stuff some Louisiana shrimp boil in there and get yourself a po' boy. It is absurdly good. Get you some frozen French fries, pop them in the oven while you're making it, and it's super easy, super tasty seafood meal in like 20 minutes by the time you're done with everything. Remember, guys, use code AUBURN247, all one word, all caps, $20 off your first purchase at primeshrimp.com. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King, joined here by Mr. Jason Caldwell, our baseball expert, because we're happy to say that we have more baseball coverage coming y'all's way because Auburn, as you know, is now headed back to Omaha the second time in the last three tournaments that Butch Thompson is taking his Tigers to Omaha to compete for a national title. They went all the way across the country and were able to beat Oregon State, a team, a national power um, that's won three national championships since 2006. Auburn was able to go in there. They faced one of the best pitchers in the game um, in game two, and they lost that game, came down to a decisive game three, um, and a couple big hits. It, it wasn't too many hits. It was a couple big ones and some really clutch pitching down the stretch of that game three, and they punched their ticket to Omaha. So, Jason, first of all, we'll talk about what we watched um, last night, Monday night, in game three. Auburn gets the four-to-three win 
once again, you, you talked about this when we were chatting a couple of days ago. Um, Sonny Deshera is such a key for this team when he's able to get um, a home run. Obviously, since that home run in game one, well, I think he was 0 of 7, 0 of 8 um, in his next appearances. But I think it's a really big one here. And then, like we just talked about, the pitching at the end, as has been the case, you, you've talked about all season, this team has a lot of potential um, in terms of what they bring on the mound. And it came through in a big way in their biggest game of the season. And, and now they're headed to Omaha. Yeah, you know, you look at it, and it, it was just definitely pitching and you know, a lot of relief pitching that that was the story of, of the weekend at Oregon State. I mean, game one, you get, you know, eight and one-thirds innings from, from your bullpen, and you win a baseball game in a Super Regional, which is unheard of. And so, um, you know, you had, had a, a really good pitching matchup on Saturday, uh, Joseph Gonzalez and, and, and Jerpy, and um, obviously that was one that, you know, was, was a one-run game um, down the stretch for Auburn, but – Game three was, you know, Mason Barnett kind of set him up uh, to do good things. The early home run from Sonny Deshaies was really big to kind of just kind of take the edge off a little bit. And uh, you know, they built a four-one lead, two-run home run by Justin Boyd from Oregon State in the seventh. He was incredible all weekend. He was he was you know probably the best offensive player in the regional all weekend. He was really good. But you look at you know it, it's been the same kind of uh, recipe for Auburn much of this year which was Carson Skipper turning it over to Blake Burkhalter. And, and boy, those guys were really good. Skipper gives up the two-run home run, but, man, he got Auburn out of a couple of jams there. And then Burkhalter, that's the Blake Burkhalter that we saw earlier in the year before the, the hamstring injury against Tennessee. That was – Burkhalter was a dominant guy early in the season. I think it's taken him this long to kind of get everything back quite together. And we saw that um, on Monday night. That, that was the guy that, that you bring in a game now and you go, okay, man, you feel really good about it, no matter what the situation is. And uh, it took care of business, did it in a different way. They scored 51 runs in three games at home in a, in a, in a regional. Um, struggled offensively against a really good Oregon State team with a really good pitching staff, uh, but found a way to win. And that's kind of the name of the game for this team. They, they find ways to win, play good defense, um, and and – you know they did they did those little things. So, you know Brody Moore gets the bunt down, and you had people in 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 the kind of the game thread wondering, you know, hey, go for the big inning. Well, I mean, you only had two hits at that time. Um, chances are you're probably not going to get a bunch of hits together. And, and against a, that pitching staff, you have to take when, what you can get. And Brody Moore puts the bunt down, and it's been the game winning run that, that that you know was the difference in the game. So, um, you know, for this this team, this program, this just kind of reaffirms what you did in 2019 um, to go on the road to Oregon state. I mean, Auburn won it in 2019 at North Carolina, but to go to Oregon state, 2,700 miles away from home, you're staying an hour and 15 minutes away from, from the ballpark. You're driving two and a half hours a day um, playing at nine o'clock, your body time to go out there and win that series was just really impressive. And can't say enough about these guys, the coaching staff, everybody involved. And, now you, uh, you know, they get to take one deep breath, get right back on uh, a plane after getting off one uh, on Tuesday night. They'll turn around and get back another plane on Wednesday and head to Omaha, have a couple of days to practice regroup before a, a Saturday night six o'clock start against Ole Miss. Yeah, a couple things that wanted to talk talk about that you just hit on there. Um, do you see any similarities between this team and the one the one that went to Omaha last? Because for me, what, what you just talked about really really stuck out there just finding a way to win and sort of having um you know an eclectic way to 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 become victorious at the end of games that team in 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 2019 especially i mean they had parts in the regular season where obviously they didn't they didn't look very good at all and kind of 
figured things out at the right time, but really no one strong identity one way or another. Sometimes it's it's the long ball with Deshera. Sometimes it's it's the great pitching. And then as as you pointed out back in the regional, that was everything in between. That was that was everybody not named those guys that contributed um, there. Do, you know, what do you what do you kind of see as you know, having having covered that team previously? The, the last one that went to Omaha. What are some similarities other than the fact that you know it's another Butch Thompson team that that is playing well in the postseason? I think this team's probably a, a little bit better from a pitching standpoint than that team was. You know, you look Tanner Burns was only able to go you know four or five innings, limited in pitch count. You know, they they really you know, where you know got got some relief appearances in, in that Georgia Tech regional again in North Carolina to kind of carry them over the top. Pretty similar to this one, but you know this team, you know that one had Cody Greenhill to kind of finish games off. But this one, you look at at you know having a Joseph Gonzalez right now, um, Mason Barnett stepping up the way he has, and you know, Trace Bright did pitch very well against Oregon State out of the gate. But that's a guy that's been pretty solid for him all year. I think from a pitching standpoint, this team's probably a little bit more set up. Um, this one has a deep offense, but it's not as much firepower as that that team had. When you talk about Edward Julian, Stephen Williams, who, who got hot in the postseason that year, Ryan Bliss was a young guy that that stepped it up and did some really good things. But you had, you know, Connor Davis. You had some other guys that that could swing it. So that team probably had a little bit more firepower offensively. But in you know in Omaha, um, firepower normally doesn't win you a bunch of games. Can you play good defense? Can you pitch? Can you do those things and um, timely hitting? Um, that's that's kind of the name of the game for this team. So I think this team may set up a little bit better to to have success in in Omaha than than that 2019 team did. Even though that team had a chance to win kind of right out of the gate, but um, you know, yeah, a little bit different team, but same mentality. Every Butch Thompson teams are going to have the same mentality, which is, hey, go out there, um, fight, claw, and scratch. That's what they do. Um, you're not going to go out there and just overwhelm people with, with 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 talent with you know twenty five arms that throw ninety five. It's just not kind of the the makeup of the team. Um, but what they do is is try not to beat themselves, give away too many free bases, and uh, and and try to get a couple clutch hits. And they were able to do that. Yeah, and something else you talked about, you know, this kind of how relaxed this team has been and kind of their attitude um, in the postseason. And and I agree, it really seemed like that to share a home run settled things down in a, in a high pressure game um, yesterday, but what were your conversations like with them after the game, whether, you know, Butch Thompson or the players? Um, and I guess what, what's their attitude now heading into Omaha? Yeah. Um, the attitude is they're not finished. You know, I wrote the, I wrote the bad news story after the regional um, talking about them having the bad news bears jersey hanging up and, you know, the, how they want to deliver bad news to, to everybody who picked them last in the SEC West. And uh, I don't think getting to, the College World Series ends that for them. This is, you know, Butch Thompson talked about it after that regional said, look, it's national championship or bust. I really believe that's that's what this team believes. Um, they believe they can go out and compete with anybody. And look at what they've had to go through this season, you know, starting the year in in, in Texas where you play you know, Oklahoma in game one, who's in the College World Series, play Texas Tech, who was uh, in the finals of a regional in Kansas State. But you, know, you go to Texas A&M and win a series early in the year, Texas A&M's in the College World Series, win a series at LSU, had to play at Tennessee, at Mississippi State, which at the time was still a pretty good baseball team and kind of ran into some trouble down the stretch. But they've had to go on the road and play teams like that, Arkansas and Vandy at home. Um, they've been challenged. They faced a gauntlet in this league. And um, because of that, they know they can they can play with anybody um, 
and, and go out and compete with anybody. And so that's the thing for them. I really believe they'll look at it as another opportunity to show people uh, you are wrong about us. And, and, and here's the reason why. Yeah. Speaking of facing a gauntlet, um, half of the field in Omaha is made up of teams um, from the SEC. And if it was a couple years from now where Texas and Oklahoma are going to join the league, you're talking about six of the eight teams um, would be from the SEC. If that just goes to show how difficult Auburn's schedule is year in and year out. So they're first, they're matching up first on the bottom side of the bracket here with Ole Miss. Um, What did they do earlier in the year against the Rebels? How are you feeling about this matchup for them? And then I guess overall, how are you feeling about their side of the bracket, seeing as they've got it's Stanford and Arkansas as the other game? Those are kind of the three teams that that might be in their way to make it to the national title game. Yeah, you know, you look at, at, at Ole Miss, and the thing you have to look at right now is is there may not be a hotter team in the country than than what Ole Miss is, starting with their series against Arkansas. They lost two out of, they lost two out of three to Arkansas uh, back at the end of April, early May. And so since that time, they they swept Missouri, beat Southern Miss, swept LSU. They lost two out of three to Texas A&M at home, which is kind of the one blip on the radar uh, to finish a year, um, and lost the first game of the SEC tournament. People thought maybe that's going to knock them out of there. Since that time, they have really run roughshod over everybody in, in the postseason. Um, they swept through the Miami Regional. Um, you know, in, in the final game, they beat Arizona 22-6. to six. And then at Southern Miss, they they outscored Southern Miss fifteen to nothing in Hattiesburg over the weekend. And so, um, you know, this is a team that, you know, for Auburn, I think they're probably looking forward to playing them because Ole Miss, when they came to to Auburn, the the opening series of SEC play, they were the number one team in the country. Auburn was was out without Joseph Gonzalez at that time, who had, was dealing with that blister on his on his on his hand, and Ole Miss scored. 28 runs and two wins against Auburn, 15 to two uh, in, in the final game, 13 to six in the opening game. Auburn scored 19 runs in the second game. So it was a, a little bit very different scenario in that, in that one, but both teams are, are a little different. Ole Miss is, is pretty wildly different um, since that time. When you look at them from a pitching standpoint, you know, a guy that was, was really thought to be their closer at, at the beginning of the year has turned into their number one starter, Dylan Delucia, is uh, is six and two with a four three five ERA, pitched really well. And then Hunter Elliott's a, a true freshman that you know has been lights out. Really, a six three lefty um, that has come on at the end of the year and pitched really well for this team. And so um, I think it's an outstanding matchup. Then you know Arkansas and Stanford on the other side, two of the best offensive teams in the country. Um, they can swing the bat. Um, Arkansas has quality pitching as well, but man, that's that's two teams that can really swing it. So, if you're looking at it, um, I think the one thing that jumps out to you about Auburn's side of the bracket, and, and for folks that don't realize it, the College World Series is essentially two regionals. Each side of the bracket is a regional. So this is basically going back to two weekends ago, where you have four teams, and those four teams are playing a regional format to get to one team. And each side of that, then then the team that advances plays a super regional one series for the College World Series. So the difference is is that you have a couple of built-in days off. So you know you, you win game one, you have a day off. You lose game one, you have a day off. What that allows is for Auburn to potentially go Carson Skipper, Blake Burkhalter in game one, bring those back guys back again in game two, and still have some rest if needed. So you're able to set up your pitching a little bit differently and. I think it's a big bonus that, that Butch Thompson has been there so much 
before at Mississippi State with Auburn understands that. And I really think it's been kind of in the back of his mind all season long that, look, we're going to have that opportunity if we can get to Omaha, that we're going to be able to throw those guys multiple times because of those days off. And so, um, like Auburn, you know, the other teams, the other three teams, I think are much more offensive um, on that side of the bracket, but the park is not made for that as much. So for Auburn, get some quality pitching and uh, take your chances. And we know that Jason is obviously going to be very excited to be back in Omaha. What is that trip like? I know you're talking about it a couple days ago on what uh, what y'all's itinerary might entail. Is there anything to do in Omaha other than go to go to the baseball national championship series? Yeah, but because there's because it's such a long week. I mean, you know, even if you if Auburn or if even if whoever you cover, if, if they go out there and play two games and come home, you're still talking about for us, you know, we're going to be driving out on Wednesday. Flying, it's it's really difficult because you don't know when you're coming home. Um, you have to have a rental car no matter what. And, and, and so it's really difficult because you can set a return flight, but to, you don't know what day it's going to be. It could change. More than likely it will because uh, there could be rain. There could be things that, that make you stay a little longer. So driving um, about 15 hours over over two days, which is, is not not too bad. Um, so we're doing that. Um, there's things to do there, but man, when you're you're in Omaha, you're at the College World Series. It'll start Thursday with a practice. Auburn practice about three o'clock Thursday afternoon. So um, provided we don't run into any trouble, be there for for the practice press conference and stuff there Thursday. They have an opening ceremony Thursday night. Auburn, I think, is the next to last team to practice. I'm assuming Ole Miss, you know, those however it works will be the last team, but. Um, and then, you know, Friday, you got two games that start. And uh, I have a feeling that I'll probably want to go be in the stadium when you have Texas, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma, all three represented there along with Notre Dame. Um, that's that's some intriguing baseball, intriguing fan bases. So, yeah, I'll probably be there a good bit. Um, there's some other things to do around town. But, you know, on those off days, Auburn will – We'll go to practice at Creighton or our local high school, something like that. So we normally can go out, get some footage, um, you know, talk to them and, and get some things to prepare for the next day. So be working in between those days as well. Yeah, I think it sets up for you all pretty well, this this top half of the bracket. Um, already already some good matchups there, but you could get Texas, Oklahoma. You could get uh, you could get Texas, Texas A&M there. Um, and the talk and, and and shoot Texas A&M Oklahoma is already a great uh, yes a great old rivalry there from the from the Big Twelve and so that's really exciting. We'll, we know y'all have a good time. Y'all be safe heading out, and we're excited for what kind of coverage Jason is going to bring. We're going to do podcasts from there. Should have some video from there. Um, it's going to be a good time, and hopefully it's a long stay um, as he covers Auburn's potential run to the national title game. Thanks so much for joining us today, Jason. Thank you guys so much for listening to this edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. If you guys enjoyed it. Please leave us a five-star review. That is the number one thing that helps us out. The intro and outro music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can follow him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram. And until the next episode, we will catch you guys with a live episode in Omaha. Everybody have a great rest. Of the day.